It's the Mike Calder Show. It's 1025 The Bone, 704 on a Monday morning. Our phone number is 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Watching uh, Fox News in the morning here, I went during the commercial, and they said, good good news, Hurricane Isaias didn't do much damage here. Let's go out to this guy. And this guy's like, Hurricane Isaias oh, didn't happen here. On. I mean, just right, just <laughs> two seconds from each other. Get it to the other guy. You got it pick, in your ear. Pick one. Yeah. Pick one and stick with it. For the whole, or are they like are they Fox tries to be defiant, Fox tries to be so white they won't even say anything with a <laughs> with an accent. Oh no! Her, but actually, they it was both Fox. I just don't know who. Anyway, Isaias. Isaias is a is a is. Yeah, that's that's the next way to pronounce it. Isaias. Jesus! It is seven oh five. Let's check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. With Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Pelts has the best brands, over 150 of them, at literally the lowest prices, even lower than the bargain stores. And this weekend, I made a mistake last weekend. This weekend is tax-free weekend. Yes. So you can go out there, your kids need shoes for school, you need shoes for the beach, you need some high heels, some boots, work boots, whatever you need, stop into Pelts. If you've never shopped there before, check them out. You're going to get a great experience. All you have to do is whisper my name, Calvin, and you get an extra 10% off your order. Very nice. So- uh-huh. I have a question. So, so yeah, yeah. So, 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 no, I have a question. Is it tax-free like a nationwide thing, or is that a Florida thing? Uh, I believe this is Florida, Carmen. I believe. But I'm well, not no, sure. I, I know where we live. I no, just no, I'm saying I, I believe this is tax-free for Florida because obviously there's other places that don't have sales tax or have a yeah, higher just, sales tax. or. I just don't, like, I, I'm born and raised in Michigan. I just don't remember having, Yeah, I like, don't recall when I was a kid having a tax-free yeah, so for I just, school either. Yeah, so I was just wondering if that was like a Florida thing or a... The 2020 uh, back-to-school sales tax holiday was passed by the Florida legislature and signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis. The sales tax holiday begins Friday, August 7th, 2020, and ends Sunday, August 9th, 2020. So there you go. I just, I Googled tax-free weekend, and that was the thing that came up, so it looks like Florida, Carmen. Look at you, Galvin, using Google. Yeah. Oh, I I know you use Google. I'm smart. So amazing the way you do that. Yeah. I should try it. <laughs> yeah, right? Should have tried of, it for your schoolwork. Instead of bringing the whole show to a stop asking stupid questions. Wow. <laughs> Burn! I'm with your teacher. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm kidding, Carmen. I'm joking. I wish that you could have had your homework turned in. Time. And this, yeah. is, this is why I don't own a gun. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who would you kill, Galvin or your teacher? Myself, what? Oh, thank oh, God no. you don't own a gun. It turns sad. It turns sad. Jesus. News out of Cape Canaveral, Florida, that is in Florida, Carmen. Two NASA astronauts returned to the Earth Sunday in the first splashdown landing by the U.S. in 45 years. 
Test pilots Doug Hurley and Bob Banken uh, rode the SpaceX Dragon. Oh, they rode the Dragon. Mm-hmm. SpaceX Dragon capsule to the International Space Station two months ago. Less than a day after leaving it, the capsule safely parachuted into the Gulf of Mexico just off the coast of Pensacola, Florida. Uh, Joe, I don't know if you're showing that on... Uh, He's not. Facebook? No. I, I know he's dealing with a lot of stuff. I sent him the stuff, but I don't know whether he could show it. I, right now, just so you guys know, I see a little box of me in here and then a giant Joey right up in the <laughs> camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trim those nose hairs, buddy. Did you watch? Did anybody watch the uh I did. The touchdown? Not, I didn't. Not live. Yeah, not live. I did not watch it live. I watched it on YouTube after. That was pretty cool. It was pretty yeah. cool to see. I mean, we we haven't. I mean, I haven't seen that since those Apollo missions. And, and you only. I mean, we weren't alive for that. But you did get to see that plenty of that on uh, on footage of that thing crashing into the ground. That's got to be a scary feeling. Just just pummeling towards the earth. And you have to think that there's a better system. Like, all this stuff, and we can go into space and everything, and then what do we do? I don't know, just put a parachute on it? Like, there should yeah. be some sort of, you know, reverse, like, Iron Man, where he yeah. just gently lands or something. And I wonder what that feels like. Oh, got to be a lot of G-force, baby. Well, you did the, you parachuted, though, and said that it's, uh, it doesn't feel like that, though. Well, the skydiving, when you, before the parachute deploys, it's very intense. But as soon as the parachute deploys, it's like floating on a cloud. But I couldn't imagine what the touchdown has to be incredibly rough if you're just sitting all strapped in and you just crash into the water. Well, mm. if you've ever gone to Disney, they have that Space Force or whatever, the space ride. Where it makes you feel like you are like on a you know on, on space spaceship. Well, no, it feels like you're taking off. You know I what like I'm that about? ride. Yeah, yeah. No, no one else. Okay. I went to Mission to Mars. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like any rides. If they said to me, Mike, how do we want to send you to the moon? I'd be like, nope. No. <laughs> No way! I don't even like roller coasters. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a one planet guy. I'll try it. Yeah. Uh, do you remember back uh, just a little while ago, whenever the uh, Twitter got hacked and all the big people, Bill Gates and Obama and all the different people, said, "Hey, if you send me a thousand dollars in Bitcoin or whatever, I'll send you <laughs> the money." Yeah. Brilliant. Well, a Tampa teen. It's amazing. Accused of acting as the mastermind behind the large Twitter hack that impacted prominent accounts on July 15th is being held on $750,000 bond. Graham Clark, a 17-year-old from Tampa, had his first appearance in Hillsborough Court on uh, Saturday. Hillsborough State Attorney uh, Andrew Warren has filed 30 felony charges against the 17-year-old Graham Clark of Tampa. He is accused of uh, perpetrating the Bitcoin hack of Twitter accounts, including Bill Gates, Barack Obama, Elon Musk, and many others, on July 15th. The teen is one of three people facing charges tied to the hack. According to the court records, Clark convinced a Twitter employee he was a co-worker in the IT department and had the employee provide credentials to access the customer's service portal. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Eventually, investigators uh, said he was able to access the social media site's internal controls. Uh, Clark was arrested in Tampa on July 31st. Can I, I don't know why. I'm not mad at this kid. 
Because it seems like it's quite the feat that he accomplished to be able to do all this. Well, the funny <laughs> thing about it is you think hackers are going in and changing code and stuff. He was just like, hey, dude, I'm Bill from IT. I need this. And the yeah. other guy was like, yeah, I'll shoot you an email. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's I mean, ridiculous. it just shows you how, how easy it is to access things and yeah. how we're trusting our money and all this stuff online. Oh, don't worry about it. It's uh, millions of dollars of encryption. And then some idiot kid just gets on there and, uh, and steals it all. A Tampa kid. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, by the way, there's your argument for having self-checkout and all that stuff and why it's good. <laughs> yeah. That right there is self-checkout isn't going to let you walk through with, you know, all your raviolis for free. There this is. kid, uh, by the way, is not one of those kids that's going to be like the, the uh, NSA is going to call him up and be like, uh, Graham, I believe we have a job for you. They're, they're not because he didn't do anything. He just tricked the uh, the Twitter guy. Right. He's not, so, uh, he's not the next Frank Abagnale? No, yeah. no, he's not. Um, uh, but the best is he was um, being held in jail, but he's got $3 million in Bitcoin to bail himself out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. That's crazy. Uh, who did I just uh, see that was an early investor in Bitcoin? Who was that? Oh, man. Whoever they are, they're lucky. It was somebody I was watching, and they said about that person being an early investor. Oh, it was uh, uh, Apollo Ono. I watched that uh, The Weight of Gold documentary Mm -hmm. that's on HBO. By the way, really dark and depressing, but worth watching about mental health and stuff. But it's, it was a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. But Apollo Ono apparently was an early adapter to uh, Bitcoin, and uh, he's worth about $10 million because a lot of those guys, what they were pointing out is you think, oh, well, this guy's on, you know, doing commercials and doing this, and he's on the cover of all these magazines. They must be making all kind of, kind of money. And they're like, nope, I got paid $900 a month to be on the team and oh. couldn't have a job because I was working out so much and doing everything. It was crazy. Yeah, I, I was saying this last week. I don't, there's nothing about that that would make me want to do that. Like, I, I would love to go to the Olympics and have fun and compete against other, but there's no way you'd give up your life so that you could have a medal and say, I was the best of the 30-yard slalom dig. <laughs> yeah. you know, who cares? Yeah, but if you are best in the world, and you are best in the world because even if there's somebody out there better and they didn't compete, that uh, they didn't compete, so you're better than them. But if you are, and that's the thing, is you have to be that number one because he said that that was one of the things Apollo Ono said. He goes, the difference between first place and third place, between gold and bronze, is this. First place, second place. You know what I mean? Like, first place, yeah. third place. That's how fast. It's like a fourth yeah. of a second, right. especially with speed skating and stuff. He goes, so the person who gets gold is celebrated. The person who comes in third, what's their name? You have yeah. no yeah. idea what any of their but, names but are. But big deal. You know the guy in first name, and still no big deal. Well, depending, though, depending if they're marketable and stuff. I mean, he obviously did some good stuff and did commercials and got on, I think, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, he, he was marketing because he, he was a good-looking guy, yeah. you know, all that type of stuff. So all those factors, if they work together, yes, there's plenty of people that have gold medals that are now, you know, working a regular job because nothing ever happened after that. The great Ricky Bobby said, if you're not first, you're last. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Mm-hmm. I want to go fast. <laughs> I... I, I I don't know. I've never been. I do a lot of things for the fun of it. You know what I mean? I, I'd rather play intramural yes. football than, uh, you know, be out there practicing every day. It's just not, I don't have that kind of, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it depends. Like, it's different. In radio, I want to be number one, and we'll work all hours to do it. But 
uh, there's just very few things where I have that. Uh, you're number one or you're nothing. I don't, I don't know. We were number three and we had a ball doing it. I'm pretty happy mm. with that. Mm. I guess I don't have that killer instinct. Grow up with three <laughs> older brothers. You'll want to win in everything. Yeah, I mean, that's, Even that could possibly... No, 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 I'm done. No. I finished first. <laughs> that could be why. I don't know. I, I mean, like, think of, of the Olympic figure skater couple from America that won in the 80s. Mm. What are they doing now? Right. What are they doing now? Pro- They're living in a in a house that probably costs $200,000. They have their... Um, their metal on a on a mantle somewhere or locked in a safe even worse and a fake metal out on their mantle you know what i'm saying like and then the people come over and they're like yeah that's when we won the olympics and great now i'm gonna make macaroni and cheese although you know what they're probably doing what probably a lot of those people do coaching oh yeah i would imagine a lot of them doing because guess what buster douglas is doing yep coaching Coaching. yeah Yeah, at the same gym where his dad coached him yeah and probably not making a great living you know right he's doing okay but he but was heavyweight champion it, of the world for a little while. But if you own that gym or the skating rink. Money. You're not making any money. Off of owning yeah, they probably gym. don't own the building. He's probably paying rent, mm-hmm. you know. So he's just uh, the money that comes in and stuff. He has to pay rent, pays for fixing up stuff and doing everything. So it's not like he's just raking in money. Yeah, I'm not, look, I'm not saying if you're a kid out there and you're a volleyball player and you're great and uh, you shouldn't try to make the Olympics. I'm just saying personally, I don't it's not worth it to me. Mm-hmm. The the there's the good doesn't outweigh all the work that goes into it for nothing. At the end you won. Oh, we won. It's just about an ego thing. You won, you can high five and say we're the best in the world. That's a cool feeling for like two weeks. And the and fact that's like, just to trying to get job. there. Just trying yeah. to get there is, you know, you may be awesome. You may be better than everybody else in your town. But you're like tenth on the team because yep. you're nowhere near as good as the rest of the people. Did you see that Eddie the Eagle movie? Yeah, is that any that, good? No, that guy. <laughs> want, I mean, it's all right, but that guy wanted to be the best at something, so he went and did the downhill, and he learned how to do it. And this and that, great. He was he almost broke every bone in his body. He's oh. the uh, best at the downhill, and uh, they made a movie about him. Still sitting in some cold shack somewhere, doing nothing. By the you way, know, hugging his medal. Didn't, you know, <laughs> Uh, what was the, was the name of the movie? Eddie the Eagle. Uh, Might have been. I don't remember. I still have no idea what his name is. Eddie something. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagle. <laughs> okay. It, it's his last name is Die Eagle. Die Eagle. <laughs> Die Eagle. Uh, yes. The Washington State <laughs> Department of Agriculture uh, just announced it trapped a murder hornet last month. Oh, Ooh, they're here. Yeah, that's the first one ever to have been caught in the U.S. They say, quote, this is encouraging because it means we know the traps work, but it also means we have work to do because there's murder hornets in oh, the U.S. Boy. You know, the murder hornets are murderous to the bees, right? I don't know. They supposedly kill the queen bee. That's why and they're And that dangerous. it's bad for us because we need bees. Right. Right, but I can mess up a murder hornet. I mean, I'll beat up a bobcat. I could beat up a murder hornet. Listen, murder hornet, yeah. you come in within 20 feet of me, I'm getting you with that raid long-distance long spray. Yes. But that's the thing. They're so big that you could see them. Right. That's why hornets are not. Everybody's afraid of hornets when they come out at you or wasps. I'm not afraid of those because they move slow and you can actually swat them out of the sky. Mm-hmm. I, I break into that move, that position that Luke is in where his eyes are closed. Mm. And then he uses the <laughs> lightsaber to get him with his eyes closed. Uh, right. It's easy that way. <laughs> uh, are you guys seeing any pictures yet or no? 
I see yes, the watch. Yes, we are. We see oh, the you see the watch? Okay, yes. good, because I have a story coming up that has video that's really good that I want you to be able to see. Uh, the Lightning opens the Stanley Cup playoffs this week when they face the Washington Capitals. Sorry, Joe. In their first round robin game, uh, Tampa Bay beat Florida Panthers 5-0 in their exhibition game, but the players said the adjustment period is over. They're ready to yell. The Lightning, Bruins, Capitals, and Flyers will play a round robin tournament to decide who gets seated uh, one to four when the next round of the postseason begins. Tampa Bay and the Washington uh, Capitals drop the puck at 4 p.m. today. Yeah, it's going to be a little weird having it at 4 o'clock, but for us, it's good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Be able to watch it. Uh, four members on board one of the first cruise liners in the world to resume operations after they were halted amid the COVID-19 outbreak have tested positive for the virus. <laughs> the staff on Norwegian cruise liner, now I want to get this proper, Hertegutens ship. Yeah, that's right. That's how you pronounce it. Hertegutens? Hertegutens. Hertegutens. That's uh, the name of the ship? That's the, uh, yeah. Cruise liner, Hertegutens ship, MS Ronald Amundsen. Oh, man. Uh, they tested positive after it docked in the uh, port near Norway on Friday. In a statement, Hertha Grutens uh, said that there are uh, currently no passengers on board the ship, and all 177 guests will be contacted with information from the health authorities, including to self-isolate. Uh, oh, boy. Not looking good for uh, anybody who has a cruise coming up. Nope, oh, boy. Nope, uh, San Diego gym that was shut down after operating in defiance of a county health order to close last week is now linked to an outbreak of coronavirus. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it isn't clear how many cases have been linked to the gym in California, but county officials uh, say the an outbreak is considered three or more cases from different households stemming from a specific location. San Diego County uh, has reported a total of 28,287 COVID-19 cases and 552 deaths. I have a question for you guys. Hurting you? <laughs> yes. On Friday night, mm-hmm. a friend of mine competed in a bodybuilding competition. By the way, oh. I saw that. I saw his picture with Joey. Yeah. How old is that kid? Uh, I don't know. Early 20s. Yeah, he looks great. Great shape, yeah. Yeah, for real. Right, unbelievable. He's a he action figure. He won his division. Nice. But he didn't win overall. And he- Heavyweights usually win overall. Mm, a midget one. Oh, really? So now, the opposite of what I just said. I don't want to take away from the midget. Uh-huh. Because the midget was in unbelievable shape. But do you think it was more appeasing the crowd? Yeah. Yeah. He won, like, in every category. Uh, oh, wow. That's how, how, it, it wasn't a national qualifier, right? Like, it wasn't... Uh, I don't know. Okay, because I was going to say, if it was, that's a big deal. Because you have to get your pro card. You have to win a national qualifier to become pro mm-hmm. and to compete in the pro competitions. So if they did that, that would really suck. Somebody would be like, are you serious? I was yeah. trying to get my pro card here. Yeah. Well... The midget one, and the midget was in unbelievable shape. His back, I mean, his back muscles are just. But I mean, where was he? Got to lift a couple of acorns. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? A couple of yeah. washers. A couple, a couple. Of, you know, all you got to do is go to Home Depot, buy a screw and some washers, and he's working <laughs> out. I just felt like that was unfair to the full size humans. Yeah, that yeah, that is odd. strange. Like there should be a a midget section. Yeah, and the audience should not be involved at all. Like, it's judges. It's judged by judges. The audience, that shouldn't be involved at all. You're looking. I don't want to take anything away. He was in fantastic shape. Uh, But it was just like, it looked like they just got a big guy to mold him. 
Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's like his body's made of clay. <laughs> like if I worked hard so so long and lifted such heavy weights, and I knew he was over there bench pressing acorns, I'd be like, "Come on, this isn't fair. <laughs> we shouldn't be in the same competition." Right. You know, uh, he's no. in the baby category. <laughs> yeah. Um, at that the guy, end, that guy would kill me right now. It, if he was here. At the end of the bodybuilding competition, they do the pose down where they do the winners from the different. Uh, categories come out mm-hmm. and pose out to see who the overall is. I would love to see that if he tried to like call out the heavyweight guy and get oh. in front of him. Pose him out? Right, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then what? the heavyweight just flexes his calf, oh. shoots him. Yeah, it's it's weird how they have to do all those poses and, uh, and stand in those positions. Quarter turn that. to the right. Yeah. yeah. Quarter turn all, to the right. And they all have their music. Mm-hmm. By the way, you're talking to the king of mixing that music. I used to do that all the time for my brother and all of his friends and stuff. I'd be like, whatever you got, I can mix it together for you. <laughs> oh, what were, they, what, were they, what were they doing? What year was it? Uh, my brother did, I think he did Van Halen. Oh, you know what he did? One year was uh, Lips and Hips by Electric Boys. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lips and Hips. Yeah, but it was a lot of that where it would have like a intro and that it was a lot of uh dorian yates used that and then uh i don't know if you uh, remember that uh song sandstorm uh no. it was played in the club all the time it's like a hold on let me see if i can find it it's a total terrible oh man i think this is it here let me see if this is the right song yeah this is it. hold on i'll get to the uh Spanish just in ecstasy. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll play a little Cotton Eye Joe for you, Spanish. Oh, I love Cotton Eye Joe. You throw that with some Chumbawamba in there, I'm, I'm ready to roll. Chumbawamba. That's ridiculous. Uh, Joe, do we have capability for the video? Is he alive? You know, he's just staring. I think he might be on delay. Joe, do you hear Galvin talking to you? No, I cannot hear Galvin in program at all. He asked if you had the video. Uh... So I can't hear what he's talking about, but if he's talking about a, uh, a, a staple well, situation. Yes, staple? Yes. yes, that yes. is the situation yes, I'm I talking do. about. Yeah. All right, so uh, hang on. Don't start playing. Tell him not I'll start give you playing. the thumbs up when you're ready, Joe, okay? Don't play it yet. When I give you the thumbs up, then play it. Okay, gotcha. so there's a couple customers in here, and the way the article says, it's customer one and customer two. But I'm going to tell you, customer one is the black female, and customer two is an old lady with a cane that looks like she's dressed like a beekeeper. Okay. okay? <laughs> so customer one at the Staples store in Hackensack uh, was told by customer two, the old lady with beekeeper with a cane, that she should wear a mask. But by the looks of the video, customer one, the black girl, is wearing a mask, but she's wearing it, like, down underneath her chin, which I don't understand. If you have a mask on your face, why not wear it properly? But whatever. Uh, Apparently, customer one did not like being told to wear a mask. So here's what happened. Go ahead and have Joe roll the uh, video, please. All right. Here it comes. So she walks, and you can see words are exchanged and stuff. And then the black girl comes back, and the lady puts her cane up to try and kind of stop her. And well, she then, got right in her face. Right, and then the black girl chucks her on the ground. Do you see that yet? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. damn. Breaking, oh, divider down. breaking the beekeeper's leg. Oh, oh really? She, yeah, because she's an old lady. She threw her on the ground. She broke oh. her leg. 
Uh, customer two, the beekeeper, had a liver transplant about four months ago. Oh, oh my God. Oh, and now she's being thrown on the ground. Nobody's the helping this lady. She's no, just laying on the floor, oh, and nobody's going over to her to help. So now oh. police are still looking for oh. the uh, customer one, the black lady that threw her down. Who kept, who, look, up here, just went and continued shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I can't believe this woman's laying on the floor and no one's going over to help her out. Who also, oh. customer one, appears to be rather sexy. Yeah. yeah right? Big old boobies on her. Yeah, Ain't crazy. Body. Ain't crazy. You don't throw mm. an old lady with a cane down. Man, tensions are high. By the way, I love beekeepers' uh, hat with face mask thing. Isn't that yeah. great? Uh, you know who's wearing that who? as a form of protection? John Calta. Yeah? Oh, yeah? yeah. I would, too. Uh, he came into the uh, trampoline place the other day, like Darth Vader's little, little brother. Did he get it from <laughs> one of the uh, medical people he knows? I guess. I don't know. He's yeah. got full face shield on. It's hilarious. I like um, it. Uh, so, so the black lady does have a mask on, and she seems like she was wearing it. And I, I, at the point that she goes over to throw the old lady down, I can't tell where it is. But It's under her nose. You can see that. It's, if she is wearing it, it's only covering her mouth, and her nose is not covered. <coughs> so what did the old lady say, you think, that got her so pissed off? You should wear a mask, or you should wear your mask properly or something. Yeah, but why? She could just ignore her. Yeah, I just yeah. had liver surgery. But maybe she said something worse? Maybe. Could Maybe. Be. Yeah. Sure. There's no audio to it, so we don't know exactly what happened, but uh, she definitely got thrown to the ground, broke her uh, leg, and uh, now they're oh. looking. Police are looking for customer number one. Oh, you could see the. Number one for about a half hour. You could see the lump in the old lady's leg oh. by the cane. Oh, yeah. I see oh. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Where the bone severed from the knee. Oh. Yeah, old ladies aren't supposed to be thrown to the ground. Yeah. Hey, show it from the beginning, Joe. Show it from the very beginning. I want to see what happens when she walks in. I want to see if I can see. So the old lady's at the cash register. She's turned around and says something to her. Then she walks back. At that point now, you can see the mask is below her nose, but I don't understand. And she turned around and she pushed the old woman. Oh. And they tussle and she oh. brings her to the ground. Oh. Mm-hmm. Game, game. Oh. By the way, good word, tussle. Mm. Yeah. Game, game. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. That seems like that woman's definitely in trouble if they find her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I've seen tons of people not wearing their mask properly, but I would never say anything. As long as I'm wearing a mask, I, I don't even care anymore. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, the number one offender in this whole thing is the woman at cash register number two who does nothing yeah. to <laughs> help that old lady who fell. Or that uh, fat security guard who's calling, yeah. you can see he's calling for backup. But nobody is trying to help this old woman who's well, on the floor with a broken leg. There's uh, two employees standing in the background just looking at her. Let me explain something, though. So that lady that got thrown to the ground had a liver transplant. The cashier at the other place had her hips redone. The security guard just had new legs put on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Even that, somebody should walk over and go, are you okay? People are just staring at this woman right, while she rides right. in pain. Yeah. That's weird. That's hack and sack for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a Dunkin' employee was arrested Friday after an... Oh, L- yeah, we're not saying Dunkin' Donuts anymore? No, it's Dunkin' now. I know, but you're buying into that? I'm not buying into that. <laughs> I, res- into I respect people's choices. I'm not going to dead name them. <laughs> you know, also, they never have any donuts available, so you're right, Dunkin'. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Dunkin'. You shouldn't dead name people. Uh-huh. A Dunkin' employee was arrested Friday after an Illinois state trooper discovered mucus <laughs> in his drink. Oh. oh. I mean, I don't know what the... Rights to shoot to kill, but that may be it. Oh, uh, the God. trooper, based in Chicago, uh, bought a large black coffee on Thursday evening and removed the lid to let it cool down. Oh. That's when he discovered, quote, a large, thick piece of mucus 
which was later confirmed to be saliva oh, floating wow. in the coffee. Yeah. Vincent J. Sessler, 25 years old. We have a picture of him there on the... On Zoom or wherever you're watching, uh, was charged with disorderly conduct, reckless conduct, and battery oh. to a peace officer, according to Illinois State Police. Also, I don't want that much hair on my donuts. Yeah, come on. What is he doing? And it's not even like good hair. It's weird, wispy hair. Listen, you want to hate the police, hate the ones that you're mad at. Don't hate the other guy who just wants coffee. Yeah. You can't hate or, everybody. Or even if you want to hate that guy, hey, Marianne, will you take over? I don't want to yeah. serve this cop. You know, well, I mean, yeah, you're still an idiot, garbage, whatever. Yeah. But at least you're not spitting in his coffee. Ugh. Oh, I don't think I've ever done that. Coffee either. for a cop? Don't no, spit I don't, in I it. don't think I've ever spit in anybody's <laughs> food ever. No, that's no, that's just either. too. No. And I hate a lot of people. Yeah. Messing with uh, people's food or car is a real pussy move. I it have really messed is. with people's cars. Before. Uh, not like crap. Not breaking anything. Yeah, no, the bumper sticker thing is hilarious. I hit a fish in a guy's car one time. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's like a good, funny, you know, got him back type thing. I'm talking like key in the car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Flat yeah, so. tires. Or doing no, something. I've never done that. That's yeah. that, I have flattened tires, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, full, full transparency, I have flattened tires. Uh, I would like for you guys to meet Richard Arm. Hello, Mr. Arm. All right. Uh, call him Dick for short. How about Dick that? Dick Arm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you ready for Dick Arm? Yeah. His, <laughs> his, his name actually isn't Richard Arm. His name is Malcolm McDonald. Ready? Uh, he is Here a 45-year-old guy in the U.K. He had a blood infection in 2014 that made his penis fall off. Uh, doctors said he had two options. They could either work with what he had left or build him a new unit and graft it onto his forearm until it could be transplanted, transplanted onto his groin. He opted for the section, second option, and it worked. But he hasn't been able to have the follow-up surgery yet for health oh, no. reasons. So now he's been living with it hanging off his forearm okay. for but four it... years. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. yeah. How do we not have a picture of this? We do. We do. We don't. We have a, a blurred-out picture of a guy no, stretching now, his arm out. No, now go to the next one. <gasps> oh, no. What is that thing? By the way, you're welcome because I had to search a long time to find one that wasn't pixelated. Everybody had a pixelated. Uh, this guy is so hard to understand because he's missing all of his front teeth. Oh, he's no. English, oh, and no. you have no idea what he's saying. So I uh, I was going through this stuff, but it's so funny because he the reason he has the problems is because of a blood infection, but it, he's just gross, and I guarantee that he did something. But here, you can listen to a little bit of this guy talking. Here he is. I actually asked the doc my doctor if they could do anything, and he said, yeah, they could. And what he was going to do is basically uh, what was left, what? just wrap it up like a sausage roll. So I said, well, forget about that procedure. Then I got another uh, letter through saying about another procedure, which was this one here. I can't do nothing. I can't go down the shops with a T-shirt on. I can't go swimming with the kids. I can't, you know. Do you have a nickname for it? Jimmy. He calls it Jimmy. Uh -huh. Wow. Oh, you it's barely bloody. understand him. Uh, for a short time, Starbucks sold a breakfast food that was basically a hot dog wrapped in a croissant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah. exactly what it looks yeah. like. A little pig in a blanket. Yeah. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Man, science is cool, but that is something gnarly to look at. Yeah, you can't put it somewhere else, like yeah. on my on my hip or near my. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got all the veins right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's science and stuff, oh. but oh man, I'm wearing I'm wearing a. Armband for the rest. I of the would home. definitely wear an arm sleeve. Like a, I'd pull it over. Right. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's offensive. And it, and it looks like a chewed up sausage. Do this... you think he ever had a girl do something with it? 
<laughs> yes. not, not in that picture. It looks I very, don't know. Maybe. It looks very awful. Listen, you know if you're a guy and you had that, you would try. Yeah, why not? Right? Well, it's the only sex he's having. Ugh. Yeah. Arm this sex. this makes me feel like they could totally regrow our own organs. They're just not doing it for whatever ethical reasons. Uh, I don't know. Because I've seen TED Talks where they say, like, over in Germany, they got labs where they take your blood and they'll take a piece of, like, let's say you have liver failure, and they just take a little piece of your liver and they can regrow your your own whole liver and then re-implant it in you. Yeah. But they don't they won't do it over here. We'll go to Germany. Well, we can't now. Yeah, it's weird because they they do uh, blood spinning in different places too. Yeah, where they take your blood and spin it and put it back into you, and it's really good. But you have to go to a different country to get it done. They do they do that here. That well, is, yeah. some some uh, certain types, they, and they may have passed where they do it now. But there's some certain types that they won't do oh. yet, or they weren't doing for a while. Yeah, I mean that's basically stem cell stuff. Right, they, they right. Do. They spin your blood and then inject it back into. Into where it uh, where it goes, and then you're you're what you're doing is reprogramming your blood cells to go in and fix the areas that that need fixing the most. Uh, so Joey they, just ran to the freezer to get his blood to start shaking it up. It's <laughs> not nah. how it works, Joe. No, it's not how it works. Uh, uh, by the way, we were talking about Joey this weekend, and Joey will be studied long after COVID's over. He should be dead by now. Oh, for sure. For, and living in the in Whore Island with you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you being infected and him having to breathe in your infection every day. And he robust. is robust. Uh. Robust. Look at you. Look at you. Robust, Michael. You and your robust. old lady arms. Fantastic. <laughs> now, what is your medical condition, Spanish, as far as whether or not you are? Uh, well, I'm just waiting to see what's wrong with my lungs with the chest X-ray that I took. So I had my follow-up appointment with Dr. DePasquale on Wednesday. But as far as COVID... So I'm not contagious anymore. I, uh, they, I just don't know. Like he's, I, what I thought was uh, damage to my lungs and heart. We, apparently, was just acid reflux. Mm-hmm. So then I got my X-ray done, and, but there was a big white spot on the bottom of my left lung. So I'm just hoping that he says that that's something. Lung cancer. Yeah, I'm hoping that he's like, oh, that's nothing. But I don't know yet. So and I'm too afraid to call back. Do you know? Um, I've been told for years that I have a spot on my lung. Really? Yeah. The first time I got a, a X-ray of my back, you know, for my lungs or whatever, they called me up and they were like, "Hey, we uh, we found a, a little spot on your lungs." And they were like, um, "Did you ever have pneumonia when you were a kid?" And I said, "Yeah, I had it twice." And they were scarring. like, "Oh, that's what it is—scarring." And I was like, "Okay." And I'm like, "But that's it. We're just gonna go with that." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And then, like- and then years later, I had another X-ray, and they were like, "Do you smoke?" I'm like, "No. Why?" And like, "Because we found the spot on your lung." I go, "Oh, you know, they found it last time. And they said it was probably scarring from when I had pneumonia." And they go, "Oh, okay." And then I'm like, "Wait a second. If I find out one day that I have had lung cancer this whole time, and we could have got it 25 years ago, mm-hmm. but we all just shook our shoulders and was like, oh, it was probably when you had pneumonia. I'm be really angry at everybody. Yeah, that's especially how- since I've never smoked a cigarette." Right, and that's how I feel because he they listened to my lungs and he was like, oh yeah, your lungs sound great. Like it doesn't sound like there's anything wrong with them. Then I then I'd see that picture of my X-ray and it was like it wasn't like a little spot. It was like a nice portion of the bottom of my left lung looked very different from my right lung. Oh, don't worry, I don't, know. don't worry, yeah. guys. Joey's shaking up his blood for you. <laughs> yeah, he'll yeah, yeah, be able to pump so. that right into you. Uh, a couple a little white spot on your lungs today. <laughs> you know what's so funny? As I was thinking that exact same mm-hmm, song. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Spanish, what if it was the hair that fell out of your head and it went inside you and went oh into your lungs? Oh, my God. 
Oh, dude. I, oh, my God. You have hairy, super hairy lungs. There's just hair that's going to start growing out of my, out of my throat. <laughs> uh, and then also, speaking of getting tested, Carmen, did you get tested on Friday? I did not go Friday. She did. She got a 69 and a half. Oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, but I did uh, go, what was it? I think Saturday. I did go. So you're waiting for your results? Yep. I don't believe you. Okay. That's so <laughs> shady about Saturday. the way you were like, um, I didn't go Friday. I think I went um, Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, so I, I was supposed to go Friday to Raymond James, but then uh, I read on the news that they were shutting stuff down. So then I just made an appointment at CVS for Saturday. Gotcha. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, Mike, you may want to tell Pete to watch out. Uh, a man walked into a car dealership in Okaloosa County, Florida, and left in a Porsche after paying with a check that he printed from his home computer. Yeah, if you think Pete's taking checks, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe these people did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey William Kelly, who's 42 years old, was arrested Wednesday for grand theft of a motor vehicle and uttering a false banknote. During the investigation, it was determined that Kelly had purchased a Porsche 911 Turbo from a Porsche dealership in Destin, Florida, right near my, where my brother lives. In fact, I think my brother bought a Porsche from them uh, by using a fraudulent check written for $139,203.05. That happened on Monday. The Porsche was reported stolen to the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office. The next day, Kelly presented a check in the amount of $61,521 to a jeweler in Marymar Beach, Marymar Beach uh, in an attempt to buy three Rolex watches. However, the jeweler, yeah, hi, uh, the jeweler kept the uh, watches until it could be determined if the check would cash. Smart guy. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, it was reported that the check was fake. When arrested Wednesday afternoon, Kelly told investigators that he printed out the cashier's check from his home computer and did not get them from his bank. Kelly was transported and booked into uh, Walton County Jail without incident. That's funny. Yeah, you're dumb if you... There's a picture of him. Can you guys see of him posing with his Porsche? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you want to bring like, up Frank Abagnale? tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not paying the taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's very excited. Uh, there is an app called Swimply. Oh, do anybody know what this is? I do not. No. Uh, Mike, you may want to think about this. Make a little side money that lets people rent out their pools <gasps> to people by the hour. Awesome. So they were on oh, an episode yeah. of Shark Tank in March, and it didn't get funded. But they've seen a 2,000% increase in users since then, partly because of the exposure, but also because of the pandemic. Co-founder Asher Weinberger recently did an interview and talked about why it's becoming so popular. Here he is talking about it. The CDC declared from day one that pools are safe. They're outdoor. The chlorine does mitigate the, the virus. So uh, now our pools are coming back online, and especially now people need the money. Swimply. So you can go What are you there? getting? How much again? Uh, it doesn't say how much you're getting. I, I would imagine you could probably set your price because of different pools and how nice they are or whatever. But uh, you can do it by the hour and make uh, some money. But then you have people in your pool. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind people in my pool, but I don't want strangers coming to my house. They, don't, you know? they wouldn't come in your house. No, I don't want them coming to my house and being on my bed. Like, are they? Am I in the house while they're in the pool? <sighs> I don't. I gotta be honest with you. I don't know. Why. So here it says uh, you can now rent private uh, by the hour. Swimply has been compared to Airbnb only for pools. 
Prices range anywhere from $15 an hour to $300 an hour, depending on the type of pool, location, and additional amenities that are offered. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely think it's a great idea. I just don't know if I'd be into it. Haven't these people heard about apartments that have pools? Yeah, I'm in yeah. Uh, 41C. We don't have that one. All right, peace. I'm out <laughs> yeah, of here. But a, but a lot of apartment complexes have shut, um, have just closed the pool for the year because of COVID. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm saying so, just normally, though, if we yeah. weren't in a pandemic and just be like, yeah, oh, yeah, I live here. Uh, yeah. Where do you live? Uh, next to her. <laughs> go go ask go ask her and then when uh, they go ask her see you later nerds and then just run <laughs> <laughs> oh bad news for cool guys that like tiktok i'm talking uh, to you oh, mike man, Gio. spanish are you tiktoking no i'm off the tiktok i i deleted it when i found out it was run by the chinese government yeah well <laughs> we i swear to god but president trump says he's planning to ban tiktok but didn't really give any other details. It also looks like TikTok might get bought out by a U.S. company, and uh, Microsoft keeps on coming up in the conversation that Microsoft may buy them out. Yeah, but at the same time, Instagram is coming out with a thing. I forgot what it's called, but it's it's Instagram's version of TikTok. Yeah. And it's going to do exactly what uh, it did to Periscope. When's the last time anybody used Periscope? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So TikTok will be a thing of the past. Hey, with, uh, with um, Instagram... For your stories, can you make it longer, or you just hold it down and it just keeps clicking through? Yeah, you can. You can make it longer. Oh, you can. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. You hold it down. It, it'll right. Click it. Okay. Well, yeah, then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's difficult because they should have a thing where if you have music and it's like three stories that go through, and you have music for it, it just continues all the way through. Do they yeah. have that or no? No, I've Googled it before because I've done... Because then you have to edit. You have to be like, okay, well, that stopped on this lyric or whatever, and then you start the next one. So otherwise, it just is all choppy and stuff. Yeah, you got to find that point in the song. Hey, who's that kid from Tampa that hacked? Do that. Figure it out. Yeah. Twitter Twitter (laughs) hacker. (laughs) Put your your, uh, skills to good use. Figure out how to do that. Uh, let's see what else we have here. So President Trump banning TikTok. Oh, this is pretty interesting. There's been a jump in the number of people using their phones as adult toys during the pandemic. What? Yeah, apps that make your phone strategically vibrate have seen a 171% increase over the past five months. Ooh. So if you're using your phone, oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Hang on, guys. I'll be right there. I'm almost done. Uh, I'm putting it on my arm. I didn't even know they could do that. Yeah. Or you could just call, you know, or yeah, just set it, yeah. set your alarm or do whatever and have it vibrate. Wow. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I know I brought it up before. Those uh, That Love Ends remote one, I like that. I like using that. <laughs> Is that the one where you have the control? Correct, yeah. You on have your the phone remote. or yep. remote or whatever it is? It's yeah. an app that you use, yeah. So you can go out to dinner and she'd 100%. Like, I would like to get to see the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Carmen? Yeah. <laughs> I... turn, turn it up to 69 and a half, Calvin. <laughs> oh, go back in time. Carmen? <laughs> Nothing? What? All right. No, I can't oh, hear. Oh, you what? can't hear. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> like, what? You can't hear. Just... Joe can't see. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Falling apart over here, say... people. You just keep saying my name. I'm like, what's up? I'm I, here. Was buzz- I was buzzing <laughs> you with the vibrate on the oh. phone. 
There you go. You got it. Uh, Trader Joe's says that it won't change the name of its ethnic food brands like Trader Jose. Uh, even after online petitions are telling them to stop, uh, they say, quote, we disagree that any of these labels are racist. We do not make decisions based on petitions. Uh, Trader Joe's does have Trader Ming's, Arabian Joe, Trader Jose, Trader Giatos, <laughs> and Trader Joe San. Trader Are Joe you San. serious? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, they've been used to label the change Chinese, Middle Eastern, Mexican, mm-hmm. Italian. So they have like, uh, they have Trader Jose's beer. You know, and it's like a yeah. Mexican beer that they have. It's just an easier way to know, you know, just by the name, you know what right. now country does, you're getting Now, does product. anyone think that that is racist? Now, think about it. Jose is a very popular Mexican name. When you hear Jose, you're not thinking, is that Chinese? Is right. that Bulgarian? You go, no, that's Mexican. So if you see that on a beer, you go, oh, it's Mexican beer. You know, or if you saw Trader Ming's, you'd go, okay, that's a Chinese right. food. And I don't care, bro. Well, yeah. and I feel like they they tried to keep it as close as to, like, Trader Joe's. You right. Know, he said, yeah. Joe is American. So, Jose would be the Spanish yeah. Joe. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if they were I'm going... I'm so confused. Com- I don't think it's racist. And I, I'm yeah. surprised that Trader Joe's is the first company to put their foot down and be like, no, we're not changing it. It would be like if Publix, instead of having Greenwise, they called their stuff Publix, and then they had their own Bloody Mary mix, and they would have... Uh, Mr. Publix, Bloody Mary Mix, yeah. or they would have, uh, you know, well, that doesn't really. I wasn't trying to do Windex with Publix, but Publix. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't see this as a big deal. If you're offended, I'd love to hear about that. I, I don't think anyone's offended. But well, apparently, you know who's offended by it? White people are offended by it. Yeah, that's yeah. who's Bored, offended. Bored white people. Yeah, we're gonna save everybody else. Don't worry. Keep doing. With your work and stuff, and we'll take care of it for you. Yeah. But I'm also proud of Trader Joe's for like yeah. saying we're not changing it. You guys can complain all you want. Yeah, like, we as a company we made this decision, so we're going to keep doing it. Uh, cut to next week whenever they say we apologize and right. yeah. hope we didn't offend we're anyone. So sorry. Right. People are still going to shop there. They've loved people that all go to Trader Joe's swear and die by Trader Joe's. It's yeah, amazing. Trader Joe's is good. It's all right. That's my thing too. It's, not, it's I'm a Publix guy forever. I, I, it's expensive. I, you know. My wife was making fun of me yesterday because I love that Greenwise place so much. It's great. Publix yeah. is great. No, no, the Greenwise Publix. The Greenwise is great. Yeah. It's a step up. Yeah, yeah right. step up yeah. The, fan, the fancy Publix. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, Mike, you were you, Mike, you were thinking about this, uh, and it's probably bad news to do. So there's been a trend of people getting backyard chickens during the pandemic. You were talking about doing that, right? Yeah. Well, before the pandemic, I was. But, yes, I did want to do that. Well, now there's been a rise in salmonella cases oh. all over the country because people don't know what the hell they're doing with the chickens. There's no winning in 2020, man. No matter what you do, we're damned. Yeah. What are they eating their chickens? Eating but, the chickens. Maybe just eat. I, I don't know whether it can be passed just by touching. Well, I, yes, Galvin, that is the story that I read. The main way that it's being uh, transmitted from chicken to person is from snuggling or cuddling with <laughs> yeah, the chickens. Yeah. So, kissing right, a chicken on pets. its mouth and getting bird flu. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not pets to you, but if you have young kids that love the little chickens and all of the next thing you know, you're like, yeah, sure, snuggle with it, whatever. Then next thing you know, they got salmonella and now you got all. But don't you have now to you, consume it? I don't believe so, no. Okay. Not, for, not according to the story that I read on USA Today. No. By the way, and this may sound crazy, and I am going to Google it, Carmen. Okay. Is, that, 
has anybody ever actually seen a baby chicken? Yeah. Not in real life, yeah. only on TV and videos. I've held it. Yeah. You can go to you can like go to different like farms. Tractors. Oh, they're so tractors. adorable. Tractors. Tractors. They're so yeah, adorable. They, and they just have them in a little tub right there. Yeah, but they turn into big gross feather. Right, right. Salmonella barren chickens. Because <laughs> I see baby ducks all the time. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually seen a baby chicken in real life. Oh yeah, they're adorable. Yeah, they are pretty adorable. Uh, listen, I gotta drop this on you real quick. Drop it. Uh, <laughs> like it's hot. Oh, yeah. I was one of those people who was like, uh, I mean, uh, yes, I know that uh, Siri and Alexa and all those things are listening to us, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yeah, for but, sure. But I'm, I'm gonna. This one here has been. I have. I also found out that, like Galvin, if I went online and I bought Adidas shoes. Mm-hmm. And then you were in my house. I'd be mad at you. I'd tell you to go to Pelts. Well, <laughs> right. You were in my house, and we got in a conversation about it, and we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you start getting ads for Adidas. You're going to be like, oh, it's because we talked about it. But it's not. It's because uh, our your phone tracked to be in the same vicinity as my phone. It found that uh, we were the same age, and uh, this is something I bought. Maybe it's something that you would like, and it started showing you Adidas ads. So that's the logic behind the whole thing. Okay, All right. so it's not so much that they're listening, but it's able to, we given we've given them permission to track our phones. They know when we're who we're with based on other people's phones. So that's where the advertising comes in. I have not done anything on my phone about the television show Yellowstone that I was telling people to watch last week, and I am inundated with Yellowstone ads. You know why? Clothing company ads. Why? I can tell you exactly why. Your friend Bobby Kelly. Bobby has, and you guys are together, and they link you up, and then they go, oh, this guy, too. But no, but also. But I'm not online. I I didn't say anything online about it. Are oh, what, is, what are you seeing? Newspaper on my ads? Facebook, oh. on my Facebook, I'm getting an ad from a company that makes clothing with the Yellowstone logo on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, I'm saying oh. Bobby has talked about it on his uh, Instagram. And are you watching uh, it on a smart television? I am not. I'm watching it on the dumbest television in my house. <laughs> Didn't you tweet something about Yellowstone, though? Maybe. That's how they get you. Yeah. 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 But if you're watching it through an app, or, you know what I mean? No, like I'm not. Lo- I'm not watching it on a... I'm really am watching it on a dumb TV. Yeah, and I didn't realize, like, I'm signed into Google under my, uh, you know, Gmail, and I'm sho- I was shocked to learn how many other things are linked to my Gmail, because if I search... Obviously, I'm sure you guys know this, too. You search anything on Google, it now shows up on my Facebook. It shows up but on my also, Instagram. But then also, YouTube. Do you use any YouTube stuff? That's connected to your Gmail as well. Yeah. So what you're searching for on your phone, if you bring it up on your YouTube, on your TV, it'll show what you search for on your phone as well. You know what else, Calvin? You made me, you made me realize I had to buy an episode of of uh, Yellowstone over the weekend because the the thing that I was watching on had it with no volume. So oh, I had to go buy one. Maybe that was ew. it. It shows that I bought it. one. Yeah. You son of a bitches. Mm-hmm. Galvin, do you have in news the story about the uh, uh, what they're using our data for, how they're ranking people? Yes, so you, shut up about all right. it. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't. Go ahead. What do you got? Oh, it's uh, – so they're uh, – you know, companies are obviously selling our information through our phones and smartphones and all that. Well, there are companies that are ranking people through the stuff that they do. So, like, if you're an employable person, what kind of shopping you do, how much porn you watch, and it ranks you on a list of what companies will deem as good and bad 
out there in the world. So it's a lot closer to Black Mirror episodes than we thought. I like to see where I fall on that list. Yeah, I don't know how to access it because I think it's all done through like the back doors of the companies that collect your information. So I don't, I don't even know how to access it. I was trying to Google it last night, but I couldn't find anything. Also, imagine whenever uh, Siri and Alexa and all that starts talking, they're like the futuristic version of a parrot. If you had a parrot in your house, and they sort of start <laughs> repeating stuff back, you know, where it'll be like, "He's been watching four hours of porn per day." No, you know? no. Yeah. no. Uh, Mike, would you like me to put on more porn? Well, I didn't. I thought it would be a good scene in a movie. You know how you have the, the Alexas placed throughout the house? Yeah. Like you, one of the Alexas starts talking to you in the middle of the night. Like oh. you go to a snack or a drink and it says, uh, Good evening, Michael. Is there something I can help you with? And you'd be like, What? How did you know I was here? And then you start talking to it and it's like, we're here to help, Michael. And then, then then it repeats it, but they all start joining in. We're here to oh, help. We're here oh. to help, Michael. And all through the house, you hear them. Oh, my God. Or, or listen to this. I get a different plot for you. And you get you get credit on this because it was your idea. With okay, the okay. Uh, is somebody breaks into your house, and you have your phone, and you say something to Alexa, and you'd be like, uh, Alexa, say, please don't hurt us. And then she says, please don't hurt us. And the guy turns around to see who's saying that, whatever. Uh, and then you come, what do you got? And take yeah, it out. What do you got is the way to go. <laughs> I, You know, I've been writing the uh, the fourth episode of Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And then I realize. All your ideas are stolen? My ideas are great and they're not stolen. <laughs> I realize that uh, Robert Zemeckis says that he will never direct uh, an episode of Back to the Future because the movie, the trilogy, is perfect the way it is and he doesn't want to ruin it. So it's more likely that I can get this movie made. A guy writes Back to the Future 4 and thinks it's so good that he kidnaps Robert Zemeckis. Awesome. Takes him to a place and makes him direct a low-budget version of Back to the Future 4. <laughs> that, I think, is what my movie is. That's great. Well, yeah. King of Comedy meets uh, Back yes. to the Future. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, you know who else is, says he's writing Back to the Future? And once Zemeckis to direct it and do all this stuff and may get it done, even without Zemeckis, is uh, Adam Goldberg, who does the Goldbergs. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That'd be great. He's, I'd like to see what his idea is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... He's pretty good. You don't need Zemeckis. No, no, you certainly don't. Depending on who owns the... I mean, I would imagine I, the studio owns the rights I to it and everything. What, Gio? Oh, Gio, you cut out. And Bob Gale the rights to... Back to the Future. Who does say it again? You, you cut out. Hello? Yeah, hello. hello. Uh, Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis, they own the rights to Back to the Future. Okay, that's yeah, why that's they won't what I was saying. Or, uh, like a reboot or anything. I don't want a reboot. Continuation. Continuation. Yeah. To keep the franchise alive. Uh, a school district in Hancock. I, I, wait, hold on. Let me just jump nah, in real nah, quick. Nah. Cut <laughs> forward to the year 2030. And it's Michael J. Fox and the condition he's in now teaching people that traveling through time has physical effects on their life. Sure, yeah. You think fading out of of a picture was bad. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) A school district in Hancock County, Indiana, brought students back on Thursday, and one high school student tested positive for coronavirus on the very first day. Oh, boy. For now, they're keeping the school open. Uh, on a related note, 82% of parents nationwide 
say they are very worried about sending their kids back to school. They so need they, to just have like a coronavirus wing of the school where if a teacher's tested positive, they could teach kids that have tested positive. That yeah, but way. the kids already, you know, infected other kids. Yeah. No, because no, you they know, had that daycare where they had one baby in there with uh, yep. COVID infected 40% of the kids on the first day. Yeah. It's not happening. School's not happening. Mm. Bad news. Uh, Bad news for Major League Baseball. The latest struggles with COVID-19 include St. Louis Cardinals were shut down after their players started testing positive. Several players on other teams have quit the season, and an L.A. Dodgers coach was caught pulling his mask down so that he could cough while he was in the dugout with the other players. Yeah, Uh, I don't think they're doing it right. (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. Uh, it is summertime. Today is a national day that has to go along with summer, something you eat in the summertime because you're out there. and you're... Popsicle. No. Think about it. You're having a picnic. You're out there. You're eating something. Hi. No. It's a it's a fruit. I can tell you that. Orange. Nope. Apple. Yeah. You know how Peach. you ever go out to the picnic and you have a nice orange? You're an idiot. <laughs> I love oranges when a picnic. Uh, you're spitting seeds. Cherries. Cherry. Watermelon. 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 Today is National Watermelon Day. I do not like watermelon. I like fake watermelon flavor, but I do not like, and I like watermelon, like, pressed watermelon juice is good. yeah, yeah. I just don't like the watermelon. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the watermelon. Yeah. Watermelon's probably my favorite fruit, I'd have to say. Seedless watermelon is a total feat of science that Mm -hmm. I will enjoy forever. Yeah, but then why are they continuing to make seed full watermelon? I I don't know. Because it's organic. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Non-GMO. Yeah. Science not messing with it. Yeah. Yep. You don't wind up like uh, Marty after he went through the time machine. <laughs> 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 uh, guys, time travel? No. Watermelon. If I could have your attention. Mm-hmm. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Oh. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley died Saturday. He was 85 years old. Uh, his credits include a bunch of different stuff, including... He's the, been 85 years old I since know, we were kids. I know. Uh, the Firm, <laughs> Cocoon, The Thing, The Natural, TV shows, The Waltons, and Our House. He's been on a bunch of different stuff. He was also famous for that commercial right there for diabetes. And uh, a Quaker oatmeal as well. Quaker oatmeal. Yeah. Know. You know what, Quaker oatmeal? It's the right thing to do. Remember that was his tagline. It's the right thing to do. Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> Quaker oatmeal. It's the right thing to do. Then Quaker oatmeal. I kind of look like the guy on the box. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very similar. Uh, so he is dead. No points, although Gio did have him last year. Yeah. Well, we probably all thought he was older. Yeah. I mean, he's good at 80-something years old. He's still got some points to get, but I figured he was like 98. 85 years old, dead. Gio had him last year, and nobody gets any points for him this year. Has he always had that mustache? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah, he was born with it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) He came out a little old Uh, man baby uh, with the mustache and glasses. That's why we all thought he was so old, because he had a mustache. (laughs) I'm trying to see if I can find him. Uh, Yeah, here it is. Hold on, listen. Quaker Oats. It's the right thing to do. He's like yelling at you. Yeah. It's like, take it easy. Quaker Oats. It's the right thing to do. All right, I'll do it. You'd think he would have lived longer eating all those oats. Yeah, and making sure that he was good with his uh, diabetes. Yeah. By the way, everybody else in the world says diabetes, right? Yeah, that I... No, not everybody. Diabetes. 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 I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Diabetes. (laughs) Diabetes. Uh, the Daily Mail reported on Friday that Ellen DeGeneres may want to end her longtime award-winning daytime TV show. 
The report follows allegations of racism and sexual abuse from staffers. What uh, what uh, are we calling I, sexual abuse? I don't know. I don't know what's going on here, but apparently it's getting bigger and bigger, this story is. Uh, in a memo to her staff on Thursday, DeGeneres addressed the allegations with the following note, which read in part, uh, as we've grown exponen- exponentially, uh, I've not been able to stay on top of everything and relied on others to do jobs as they knew I'd want them done. Clearly, some didn't. That will now change, and I'm committed to ensuring this does not happen again. I don't know what that means, but but I you know I don't have no insight to this whatsoever. But in addition to all these behind the scenes things, uh, do you, are you talking about the celebrities? Yeah, I have that as well. Yeah, Brad Garrett from. Everybody loves Raymond. Uh, tweeted a link to Ellen's apology and said, "Quote: Sorry, but it comes from the top. No more than one who were treated horribly by her. Uh, common knowledge is what he said." Then, speaking of Back to the Future, Leah Thompson uh, replied, "Quote: True story. It is. Uh, even though her producers say that she's not going anywhere, there's also been talk that Ellen wants out, and James Corden could be her successor." Well, I think James Corden would be better in a in an afternoon show than a late late night show, and he'd make way more money. Well, he's uh, he's doing he's very successful at his show, and I've never seen it. I've only seen clips from it, and I think that in a in a time slot where more people are awake, he would be he would do a lot better. And he's very afternoon friendly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But he, my, he, my, he has guy. housewife appeal. He has housewife appeal. He does. You know what I mean? He, he's he not threatening. Does. He can sit down with women and men. You kind of think he's yeah, a little he does. woohoo. Right. Even <laughs> though he's married. <laughs> well, so. That solves it. A little woohoo. <laughs> right? Uh, what are you, Mr. Roper? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I, I need to hear some details about this Ellen thing. Yeah, it seems weird. It, you know, you don't know whether it's just disgruntled employees that weren't, you know, doing their job properly and they got fired, or if she's running around, you know, grabbing ass and calling people, you know, but, racist names and stuff. But there was like a lot of claims that she was like a huge c word behind the scenes. Okay, like, but that that probably true. But you yeah, find I mean, that most of the people who are, are running successful operations like that tend to not be liked by the people who work for them. That's because they're running a tight ship. Oh, yeah, I agree. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. What are you trying to say? What? Pardon me if I'm Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty please, with jelly beans on top, get it done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, I don't know that she's... That she's a C-word or not, I don't know anything about her. I like the TV show. It seems like it's a success. It seems like we just let people complain about a lot of things that we grew up with. You know, the the boss is demanding of you. If you don't like it, go get another job. That's it. She's number one. That's how it goes. Now, as far as her treating the guest, I I didn't hear anything about that other than until this weekend. Yeah. Until Brad Garrett chimed in. I don't know, Leah Thompson, I wanted to be like, hmm. No, uh, maybe you, just because you didn't get a gift basket doesn't mean that she's not treating you <laughs> nice. Just, yeah. you know, I'm sure people are getting There's no A-list guests that are like chiming in saying well, I would say badly. Brad Garrett's A-list. We're pretty close to the A-list. Yeah, but, but he's not saying when he's complaining about it. He might have been complaining about 2004. That's true. 
And I think there's been other claims of, like, guests just saying, like, she won't meet you before the show or something like that, which I don't, like, obviously we don't do that. Yeah, I don't like to meet a guest before they come in the studio. Yeah, so I don't think it's weird, but, I mean, maybe for other people they find that offensive. I want to know what Brad Garrett thought was what she was doing was so bad. Like how it it says that they treat, she treats her guests badly. Uh, I read something where she tried to climb him. So I don't know. If that's, <laughs> I mean, in what way is she treating her guests badly? That's what I want to know. Right, like if she's walking down the hallway and just pushes them and yeah. stares them down. It's Doesn't like, oh, get, Jesus! Won't allow them to she, have any water. Isn't she <laughs> tiny? Like you're not she, you're not inviting them on to be your best friend. You're inviting them on to plug their thing. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I think people are just sensitive. I think so too, and I think. Now people come out because they think they'll have everybody's support and stuff. Yeah. Imagine working on Johnny Carson or uh, David Letterman's show, you know, with all the stuff that happened there. You know there was times where you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and go hide in your office so nothing happens. Stuff. Johnny Carson used to get in fights with guests and stuff because uh, he'd be drunk. Uh, Johnny Carson? Oh, yeah. Johnny Carson was a big drunk. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He was a boozer. Uh, who was it? I think it was... Um, What's his name? Don Shane, Don Don Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a Wayne uh, Newton. Wayne Newton. Yeah, that uh, he was making fun of Wayne Newton all the time. And Wayne Newton caught him one time, and he said, "You'd mention my name one more time, and I'm punching your goddamn mouth." Johnny Carson never <laughs> mentioned him again, what? like in his monologue or anything. I I, uh, I I didn't know that. I didn't know he was a drinker. Judy Gold's going to be on the show a little bit later on. Who I would imagine, Judy is a comedian and a lesbian, and uh, she wrote a book about. Um, you know, when they're starting to come after the comedians, you know it's going too far. Comedians yeah. should be the group of people that are allowed to say anything. That's what they do. That they go for the laugh. And now comedians are getting canceled left and right. Um, so I want to ask her if she knows anything about this Ellen thing. Yeah. She may be friends with Ellen. She may have been on the show. I don't know. I want to see how she was treated. Uh, did, did you see the Brian Callen stuff? Yes, I did. Which did you see? Amy Schumer came out and said that she believes the girl. Yeah. But she's backing her. Okay, but that's my that's my problem. So Brian Callen uh, is a podcaster and an actor, and he's on the the uh, Goldbergs. He uh, is the Goldbergs, yeah. He's Jim a coach, Cash. and he yeah. is, is they did did the spinoff, the one that's afterwards, whatever that's called, right? And he is on that show too. He's a gym teacher, and he uh, has been on our show before. And he's very popular. And some uh, girls came out and accused him of rape. Also, very good friends with Chris D'Elia. Right. Very good friend with Chris D'Elia in that whole little group right there. And uh, Amy Schumer came out and said she stands with the girls and believes the girls. Yeah. And I don't I don't know how you do that without, you know, like, by, like without if, looking at the evidence. Well, if she said, I believe them because it happened to me as well, then you go, oh, okay, well, she had an experience. With Brian Callen? Right, sure. Right. Yeah. If that was the situation, yeah, but she's just coming out and saying, yeah, I believe them. That, I think that's it's entirely, uh, it's Reckless. incredibly unfair. Yeah. In, well, you know, in a, it's inappropriate, honestly, like, it, if you think about it, like, it's just not... Um, That's her key to success now, is to be that pro. She's not known to be funny anymore. She's now that 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 political yeah. uh, pro. Right. You ever, want Amy Schumer on your side. Ever since you found out her uncle's in politics, yeah. now all of a sudden she's you know well, political and doing uh, uh, tampon commercials. Yeah, she's like following Chelsea Handler's footsteps because Chelsea Ugh. Handler was doing TV shows and comedy. Then she quit to, to be a political pun. And you're like, what are you? What? I don't understand why well, you. Would- 
guess what? She ran out of jokes. She's, yeah. You know, watch her she last never had any jokes. Yeah, the people she writing lined, for her. She lined her show with comedians that were so she needed so badly, she let them sit on the set with her yeah. and make well, jokes. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm saying for Amy Schumer now. She made one movie. She put out a couple specials. The last one was terrible. Oh, uh, she she made a bunch of movies and she's made a ton of money. She's oh, yeah. extremely successful. But my point is is that I I and I could be wrong. She may very well have have heard something over the years about Brian Callen, uh, but I believe more needs to come with that than just a tweet. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. And it's unfair. I think it's unfair because of her position of power and her reach that she has, why she would chime in on something that has nothing to do with her. Uh, we talked about this, I think, last week, that it was a possibility. Well, Courtney Cox has officially signed on to Scream 5, which will reunite her with her ex-husband, David Arquette. I would, uh, I I would watch the Scream 5. So would I. I don't know. I, I think I lost that at the Scream 2. We've been watching uh, some of the throwback horror movies, like it was Scream and Scream 2, and then we watched, uh, which I told you, Poltergeist is, doesn't stand up. I mean, obviously, the special effects and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we watched uh, Saw this weekend, and I remember seeing Saw in the movie theater and laughing at one point and being mm-hmm. like, this is ridiculous. It's actually a lot better than I remembered. Well, Saw was a very low-budget movie, the yeah, first one. yeah. But it was a lot better than I remembered. And we were talking about that is, you know, the people who did the acting were okay. And it was just, you know, mainly in that one room and stuff. So there wasn't a bunch of stuff to it. Danny Glover was in it, though. Yeah. But I was saying if you would have replaced that Carrie guy with, like, somebody like James Woods or somebody really good, you know, like, if you would have had two yeah. really good actors in there, that would be even more interesting. But it stood up. It was actually decent. I was like, oh, that's a lot better than I remember it being. Do you remember they... Uh Danny Glover and some of the other actors sued them afterwards. That's what I said. Yeah, we were talking about that. I go, I think they sued because it became such a huge hit. And yeah, they all worked the for such low, yeah. for low pay. Yeah. Well, because wasn't it one of like the first movies that was actually, like some of it was filmed on a phone or something like that? I don't think so. I'm not sure about that. Okay. I know that one of the guys who used to be one of the owners of the uh, Lightning was involved. He was like a producer. What a loser that guy was. <laughs> uh, this sounds pretty cool. A new mob drama is coming uh, from the people behind Goodfellas, Casinos, the Casino, The Sopranos, and Boardwalk Empire. It's going to be produced by Showtime and Imagine Television Studios. And what is it, a movie or a series? Uh, it's a new mob drama that's going to be on Showtime. <sighs> I don't know. Hmm? I think they're running, out of, they're running out of stories. Yeah, but you got a lot of good people there. What era is it going to be shot in? Uh, that I don't That's know. That's what I need to know. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Give finally, me Mob in the 80s. I want to see Mob in the 80s. Finally in news, I have new music. New music, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank God. This is some new music from a band. So it's not like an actor or actress or anything. This is an actual band. This is their first new song in 19 years. Holy. Yeah. It's been a little bit of a while. All right. And now that I'm thinking about this, I hope I didn't play this already. But uh, this is new music. First new song in 19 years. Now I think I already played this. But Oh, man. Yeah. It's not new music. It's fake new music. <laughs> Maybe. Take a listen. Tell me if you know who it is. The go-go. Yes. You did not play it. 
Did we talk about the Go-Go's, though? No. Or did I play something from Belinda Carlisle? No, I don't think so. But okay. this is uh, that, it's the first time I've ever heard that. Yes, it's the new Go-Go's. Sounds like old Go-Go's. That is a new song called Club Zero. That was easy to uh, identify. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the problem there is I saw a thing the other day with the Go-Go's, like where they were interviewing them all, and some of them looks like they just put a straw in there and sucked all the water out of their faces. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Belinda Collar looked all right. So Miles Copeland, Stuart Copeland, the drummer from the police, his brother managed them. And I want to say that they were more popular right they were first and then i think they put the police were opening for the go-go's no way i think so no there's no way it, it was either one way or the other but i i think that actually the police opened for the go-go's let me see because when did the go-go's come out they were no the police were out first well police were out first but doesn't necessarily mean they were popular so they formed in los angeles in 1978 is when the go-go's came out um and the police came out. Let's see. I want to say police were 79. Oh, that would be too funny. Uh, the police. Let's see. Uh, origin 1977 in London. So Go-Go's may have been a big hit here in America, and then they brought the police over and had them open. Wow. Let me see. Please. The open. Go-Go's uh, were uh, from L.A. in 1978. Yep. Calvin just said that. <laughs> I believe they came out in 1969 and a half. Nope. 35 years ago, the Go-Go's make history with their debut. The Go-Go's landed an opening slot for the police, thanks to Copeland Connection. Okay, so that's what it was. The police were probably in the Go-Go's since Miles uh, Miles, uh, Copeland uh, was manager for both. That makes a little more sense. Yeah, but it makes it more interesting if it would have been the other way. So let's go with my lie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Uh, And... uh, Quaker Oats. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> That's it for news. I'm right this. Thank you, Wilford. Uh, okay, we got uh, two guests coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. That'll be comedian Judy Gold and uh, boy bander Joey Fatone. I made up that word, like T-G. Boy bander. Boy bander. Boy bander. Um, let us take a break. When we come back, we got stuff to give away. We might as well play a little game. What can we play? Mm. Can we do a little Google Feud today? Mm. Okay. Yes. Will that work? Sure. I mean, I know everybody wants to play. Everybody wants to play um, Redneck Bingo, but we can't play it every we day. Or the tweet. The tweet I like game. tweets. <laughs> Let me see what we got for tweets. I try, and, I try and get a bunch of them over the... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.